Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts, special edition of this show. Joined with me at the last moment because, you know, this was an emergency pod. And I reached out like, Don, Don, come on, man. Are you going to? Are you going to help me do this? And he's like, yeah, bro, give me an hour. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Donald? What's, What's up, your man? initial reaction uh, when you heard that Jonathan Taylor got a three-year extension, $14 million a year and 26 and a half guaranteed? Get your money, young fella. Get your money while you can. So I'm excited for him. I'm happy for him on the, on the, on the strength of players getting paid. So I think it's a good day for um, – Jonathan is a good day for Colts, the Colts fans, Colts Nation. Um, lock up a lock up our, our our premier running back, right? And so it's 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 major. It's major. Well, what's what's funny is all offseason I talked about, you know, from what I was gathering from Chris Ballard and what I was seeing from the different interviews and podcasts that he showed, he wanted to extend Jonathan Taylor, you know, but he was hurt. Right. Just had that ankle surgery. He said, look, we just went through this whole situation with, you know, four wins on a season. Plus he's hurt, you know. And then he said, so I'm not giving any extensions right now that, you know, referring back in training camp. And he said, but I don't have a problem giving extensions during the season. Uh, you know, to me, that felt like he needed to see him. He needed to make sure he was good. You know, the old Jonathan Taylor. Uh, before, you know, he decided to, to give him that extension. And apparently, it only took two practices, dude. <laughs> two practices, and he's like, here, sign on the dotted line. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's at the end of the day, it is a business. The, 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 the hard part is you're dealing with human elements. Mm-hmm. And um, you can't pay for something that is not – with this magnitude of money, that's not hundred percent where I don't know what product I'm going to get on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Colts, I, clearly they show that they still love and they want Jonathan Taylor here in Indianapolis. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to protect yourself too. And so, you know, we have to look at it from a standpoint of where they're looking at it from, right? Like we can't, okay. Yeah. You want your best running back out there. You want to, you don't want to lose them. You don't want to see him go to another team. Um, the price tag's high, right? And so during training camp, that's a big commit when you say, all right, man, go ahead. Try to go find somewhere else that somebody's going to pay you the money. And every team doesn't have that, you know, cap space, what have you, or are willing to take that risk when someone's not 100% either. So, you know, they had to wait for him to be 100%. Um, it was drama-filled, right? Um, it was something that, you know, um, Colts fans, we had to endure and hope that hope for the best. But here's the deal. The Colts aren't stupid. Anthony Richardson is a young quarterback. He needs extra help as much as he can get, especially on offense. Um, and so, you know, you like what we saw from the run game, so to speak, so-so, but it can be a lot better. Um, and so Jonathan Taylor provides that, 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 that security, a veteran leader on the offense, a guy that has shown that he can run the football effectively. Um, the hard part is going to be this getting him back acclimated into the offense. Um, and just because Jonathan Taylor's back uh, doesn't mean that we're going to be rushing for 150 yards, 200 yards a game. It doesn't mean that, right? Because guys still have to do their job up front. 
guys have to block on the perimeter. Um, and so, and also, you know, if Anthony doesn't play well, then they're just going to load the box for Jonathan Taylor to shut the run game down. So it's all full circle and everyone has to pull their, their own, you know, pull their own load here. Um, but it is great to have Jonathan Taylor back in the locker room and, and, and suited up on Sundays. Oh, absolutely. And you know what else is great? Well, first off, before I go into anything else, I just want to remind everyone that BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, NFL, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino or card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember, use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Now, I, I want to go back a little bit. You were talking about, you know, uh, he, he he asked for a trade, right, and all of this. And it, it obviously, you know, it came out, the Colts wanted a first-round pick or better for Jonathan Taylor. And everybody, you know, there was so many people out there that was, you know, screaming and yelling that the Colts were trying to hold Jonathan Taylor hostage with this first round pick. Why are you wanting a first round pick for somebody that you're not wanting to extend? Well, first off, they wanted to extend him. Secondly, you know, it proves to me, in my opinion, and sorry about the, uh, the fire truck just went by. (laughs) In my opinion, you, they really did value him as a first round pick. You don't pay a guy $14 million a year unless you value him very, very highly. Right. And so that to me, they weren't holding him hostage. Ballard just wasn't going to give away maybe his best playmaker on offense for nothing. Right. Who would, who would, right. I mean, you have a, a thoroughbred in the stable. He has proven that when he's healthy, he's effective. He makes plays. He's one of the top three running backs in the league. When healthy, you're not giving him away for a second, third, fourth round pick. You're just not doing that. You're not doing it. Um, they know what they have. They're not holding him hostage. Like I said in the beginning, this is a business. Mm-hmm. And the Colts and any front office is going to protect their business first and do what's best for the business, best for the team, best for cap space, what have you. And so Jonathan Taylor was just, you know, he was he wasn't held hostage, but he just succumbed to how good he was and how he's going to be, you know, dealed around if they have to give him up. Right. And so um, this is part of the business. Um, It worked out in the end. Now, I do have my reservations about it. Um, you know, every time that we see a running back get paid or hold out or, you know, demand more money or what have you, or be at odds with the front office, sometimes it doesn't end well. And it's just, and I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen here with Jonathan Taylor. I'm just telling you, I'm going off of data. I'm going off of what we've seen in the past. We can run down the list of, of running backs. We can we can run down the list of running backs. You see, you've seen it every year, if not every year, year, every other year of a running back that demanded to get paid. And the thing is this, he's got to stay healthy. He can't be a distraction. And his production cannot drop off. It, it just can't, right? At this point, his production drops off. The point the fingers are gonna, gonna get pointed at him. This is just what you've in, this is just what you've inherited because now you're the you're the cash king over there, you know, at the running back position. And it's hard to to um 
justify it if you're not playing at that caliber that you used to play at. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you right after getting signed, Christian McCaffrey done for a season with an injury. But you look at him now, you know, and well, he's worth that 16 mil, right? But I mean, the year after, that's not a good situation. We all remember the Le'Veon Bell incident. We know what's going on with Ezekiel Elliott, you know, uh, Alvin Kamara, right? Yeah. See, I wasn't going to say names, right? I will. I don't care. No, 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 no. (laughs) I don't care either, you know what I'm saying? But I was just like, you know what? I'm going to hold off on saying a couple of names just because I want to keep this about Jonathan. But I'm just saying, you know, we have the data that supports the argument. That's all I'm saying, right? And so at the end of the day, when when, when we look at it, no matter how you chop it up, dice it, whatever, I don't want that to be the case. I want to see someone mm-hmm. get paid with it. And if you look at even at the Saquon Barkley deal, you know, he demands more money. He holds out. He gets paid, you know, what he feels like he should be getting paid. And then, boom, he's been out with the past two games, you know, with the ankle injury. Yep, got signed last year. It's hard, right? It's hard to really justify it when you have guys that not mess it up because the, the injury thing is one thing. But you, when, when guys get paid, they demand to get paid and the production drops off. Teams see that too, and they're like, the Colts see that. They saw the Ezekiel Elliott deal. They saw the Le'Veon Bell situation, and those situations didn't end well for either one of them or those or those franchises. And, and quite honestly, you know, um, it kind of set them back a little bit. You know, you can argue Cowboys, you know, are playing well without them. Yes, they are, but at the end of the day, you got to be able to run the ball effectively, and it's going to come down and hurt them at the end. You know, you know how I feel about the Cowboys. They got to throw a little jab, and I can't stand them, but. <laughs> You know, I do hope that this uh, this 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 ends well for both sides, Jonathan and the Colts. Um, you know, I never I'm never against a player getting his money where he feels like his value is. Um, if you feel like you're worth that, and you and you have the 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 the, the resume, or oh, there's the cat. <laughs> you have the resume to back it. Um, you know, hey, go get your money, young fella. So, you know, he got it. Good for him. Essentially, if you really look at this deal, it's a two-year deal. Um, you know, you got two years to 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 be effective, and then we'll. If not, you'll be somewhere with in the Ezekiel Elliott's or Le'Veon Bell's of the world because the price tag's too high. You know, so yeah. I mean, going into this deal a little bit, I mean, they basically for the next two seasons after this year, it, they're basically giving Jonathan Taylor what they would pay on average for a franchise tag, and then there's the third year at the end of it which is if you're still playing good, you've got that third year. If you're not, we, we can let you go and it don't cost us jack, right? And nope. that's that's good for both that's good for both sides, right? That, that's no, that's is. I mean, all players want all players want is some type of, you know, um um what, what's the word I'm looking for? They want some type of security. Mm-hmm. You want security. You don't want to have to go into this thing every year and renegotiate what if I don't play well? What if I miss a couple games? What if whatever happens, happens? I don't like my coach. We get at, at odds with each other. All those things. Now that, that you know, that that goes into the equation of how much we're going to pay this guy, how they respond. So, you know, guys just want that security to be able to say, all right, I'm good for the next couple of years. And then we'll revisit it, you know, the following. Like, I know I'm not going to get the full, you know, 42, you know, granted, you know, I pray I do, right? But re- realistically, the guaranteed money is what you got to look at. $26 million is, you know, roughly those two years. And 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 so we'll give you that. Um, plus, you know, another two on top of it, you know, for, you know, whatever. But 
essentially that's all that it is, right? So he's got two years to prove his worth. We missed, you know, he missed a few games this year. It's time to pick it up. I mean, you got to, you know, he knows his offense. He's shit. He's, he's been around at all training camp. He's, he's, he knows it. He's been in the, in the, in the meeting rooms. He's been in the locker room. He's watched the games. He's heard the feedback. He knows what it is. He should be able to insert. He should be familiar with this offensive line for the most part. Um, and so with all that being said, it's time to rock and roll. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do, especially, you know, starting tomorrow. Right. I mean, it's time to roll. Right. And so, you know, um, hopefully, you know, guys that we're filling in don't feel some type of way and their production doesn't drop. Hopefully that motivates them to when they get the ball. We have a two headed monster now with two running backs and that before you know it. It's you know, you got to make a decision on, on, on the next running back to keep him there because, hell, he's some teams are going to be like, well, I'm, I want him to be my starter because this guy's productive, too. So at the end of the day, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into the equation for this game. Now it changes some things and I don't want to get off topic, but it changes the way we're going to call plays, right? It's going to change the flow of, of the offense up now because we can do more things, right? I don't see Jonathan, you know, you know, splitting out and, and running routes as much. Um, but that's not the type of, you know, he's not a McCaffrey kind of, you know, skills uh, tool set, but at the end of the day, he's a downhill physical runner. We need that. We need when we need yards. And it's going to change the element. I guarantee you now, if you look at the lines, that Colts line has changed a little bit with that, knowing that Jonathan's coming back and he's paid and you got a motivated guy that, that showed that he's a top three running back in the league a couple of years ago. See, just like two weeks ago, you were talking about how the Colts need to find a way uh, when we were playing the Ravens to get outside the tackle, stretch plays, things of that nature. Jonathan Taylor has that stretch speed. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And with this RPO system, right, it's effective with Zach Moss, but Moss doesn't have that speed. Mm -hmm. So now that you've got Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor together, those two big fast dudes back there in the back backfield, that's going to put a lot of pressure on defensive front sevens the rest of the year with those two guys being together for basically, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, three-year extension. We basically have Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson together for the entirety of Anthony Richardson's rookie contract outside of a fifth year option. Right? So that's going to be huge, but let's be a little bit realistic here, Donald. Um, he's had two practices. How much do you honestly expect him to play tomorrow against the Tennessee Titans? You know, like I said before, a couple of weeks ago, it takes a while to get back into game shape. You can do workouts and run and, 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 you know, do simulated um, uh, um, game speed where you run a play, you'll, you'll run it, then you'll get back and have 40 seconds to rest. You run another play and blah, blah, blah. But you got to take into account the hits the the that takes a, a that takes a lot out of you too it, it messes with your wind i don't see jonathan being the main um uh workhorse tomorrow i see him getting sprinkled in there um i'd be interested to see if he is the starting running back tomorrow i would have to i'd probably say he might be um but i would see i i, I would have to guess that he's going to get spelled pretty quick just so that he doesn't get burnt out and just so that because you don't want him to, to be out there and be tired because mm -hmm. if he's out there and he's tired you know that you're susceptible to getting hurt faster. So the last thing you want is a, as a tired Jonathan Taylor out there. You want to work him in gradually, get him in, you know, Hey, Jonathan, you got this first series, Zach, you're going to take the next two after that. Um, Jonathan, you got the series after that. So don't expect to see Jonathan have 
you know, 10 carries in the, in, in, in the first quarter or, or maybe even the first half. Right. It might be it might be 15 carries on the, on the day total um, for, you know, 60 something yards. You know, don't be alarmed by that. Just know that you have to gradually work him in. The good part is, you know, he's been around for training camp. He's seen it. He's he knows the calls. He knows the plays. He knows all of that. So that's not what we have to worry about. It's going to be the workload for him. And you have to gradually work him in, especially now where it's another element for the coach. It's like, all right, take care of your guy. You just paid him a boatload of money. Work them in. Don't be so thirsty to say, we need a win right now. We got to get this. We need Jonathan. You got to put this on your shoulders. That's not the game plan. So it adds an extra element in where it's, this is a three-week process. This is a three-game process of working him up. You know, practice, you want to give him reps. You don't want to give him too many reps, right? But you want to give him enough reps where he's getting more acclimated to the offense um, and, and just kind of like let him kind of – you'll know when he's all the way ready to take the take the reins and, and you let him go. But – you got to work them in right now, and two prices is definitely not enough. No, I, I absolutely not. And uh, I may be off base here. Uh, I don't think I am. We'll get your opinion on this. Yesterday during my uh, my preview of the game, I said I figured Jonathan Taylor somewhere between five and ten touches, maybe during the game. You know, is where I figured mm-hmm. he might get if he got any playing time at all uh, yeah. against the Titans. But here's the thing: what worries me the most is the fact that Jonathan Taylor literally has two practices. Now, I understand he knows the playbook and all that. I'm not worried about that because he's had time to look at the playbook and be out there on the field and watch things, you know, do the mental reps, right? But he's running with Anthony Richardson, a guy he'd never taken a snap from in an RPO system, right? And there's something to be said about RPOs when a quarterback hands you the football or pulls it back, right? And there's different feels. Uh, first off, the way the quarterback hands it to you, quarterback's got to know where the running back wants it, you know, in his bread basket. Some like it a little higher than others. Some like it a little lower than others. And then different quarterbacks, when they pull that ball back in the RPO, you know, while they're watching, it's going to feel and it's going to feel different for the running back. And you don't want the running back clamping down when the quarterback pulls it back because that's a turnover, right? (laughs) The ball then hits the ground. So that I feel like is going to take a little bit more than just two practices to really fully get comfortable between the running back and the quarterback exchange from the RPO standpoint, right? Your traditional just hand the football off on a play action or something of that nature. I, 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 he could probably get that in one practice, but I feel like an RPO might take a, a little bit longer. Yeah, so there's that element that comes to it with just the running back getting comfortable with the quarterback and how he hands the ball off and how he's going to pull it back and all that. Um, I would have to say I would err on the side of just from the standpoint of um, there's going to be a lot of making Anthony Richardson run the football. I don't see that backside and, you know, staying home and making sure that, uh, you know, I, I see him crashing. I see them really wanting to try to get Anthony Richardson to run the football instead of having Jonathan Taylor run the football. Um, and I, you know, that's just what I, if, if, if I was a, if I was a D coordinator, I would say, listen, they got two guys that can run the football back there. I would rather have the guy that's not the real running back running the football and let's make him fumble the football or get him out the game. Right. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, if, if we, you got to deal with that. Right. So like, he's going to get his touches 
He's gonna he's gonna be he's the the, the marquee the premier running back here, but you don't want to run a ton of RPOs. You like that's the thing I've been saying all year. Like Anthony can run the football, but I just don't want him running the football all the time. I don't want that to be the main focus of of, of this deal. I think that this with 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 Jonathan coming back now, Anthony gets a chance to really see one on one coverage. He gets a chance to to not see a ton of double coverage on the receivers because they have to respect the running game. When you load the box, you're saying, listen, we're stopping your running game. We don't care about you throwing the football because you can't throw the football. But when you when you don't have – when you only have seven in the box, sometimes six in the box, and they're like, listen, we're going to make you throw the football because you guys can't run the football, then that's a different, that's a different game plan. Mm-hmm. So all this does is this is going to help Anthony become a quarterback where he's going to be able to – now he's going to be able to see, okay, I got one-on-one matchup out here. I can get the ball – down the field. And I think it's going to open up Anthony, his, 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 his quarterback game to not just be this, Oh, shoot, double coverage, two, uh, two safeties, whatever it is, I got to pull the football and run. And we have another concussion situation. Yeah. Brought back and they got to respect the run. So now we got one-on-one coverage outside. We got to be able to pick on a younger, younger corner or a weaker secondary. And now we can really play football. It opens up the offense more. So I'm glad that this Jonathan Taylor situation happened because it's not just Jonathan. This helps out the whole offense. When he's on the field, it helps out the whole offense because you're not going to just leave six in the box and dare him to run. If they do, then you got your hands full and you better have a secondary that can tackle. Right. Because (laughs) you let him get outside those tackles. You let him get running. And when he gets running, he gets moving. You know, it's a different ball game. Yeah. Well, one thing I have noticed, and this will be my last point before we get out of here, is that Shane Steichen loves these RPO plays where they look exactly the same, but three different outcomes can happen, right? He can hand the ball off like, okay, so they run this, they run this RPO up by the goal line three different times in the last two, two games that Anthony Richardson's played. One time he handed the football off, the running back ran right up behind Quentin Nelson touchdown. The other one, he held on to the football, took it to the outside, uh, outside the left tackle, followed his blockers, blam, touchdown. The other one, he followed his blocker, and the and instead of the guy that was on the tight end, instead of staying on the tight end, he came up on Anthony Richardson. Richardson just threw it right over him, over to the tight end, touchdown, right? Run, run, pass, option, right? So you right. get it, you get the, that's what I love about the RPO, in a true RPO, it's not just run or run, right? It is you have two or three legitimate targets that you could throw the football to also if that defense comes off their guys to try to get to the quarterback. So this is going to be something to keep an eye on because Tennessee Titans, they're aggressive. They are a very aggressive defense. All right, man. I appreciate you taking time out. Um, Real quick, just – you know, who you got tomorrow? I, I got the Colts tomorrow. To I got the – yeah, you didn't get a chance to ask me. I, I'm i taking the Colts tomorrow. Um, I know I'm taking the Colts every week um, so far. But, um, honestly, this is this is the division game. You know, um, Tannehill is not the guy, you know, whoever. It's just – I just feel like the Colts have the edge here if they're able to stick to the game plan, stop the run game of Tennessee – you know, it hasn't been super potent, but you can't let Derrick Henry start get going. I mean, that's just a different animal. 
when he when he when he gets running the football. Um, but trust and believe this is gonna be a physical game. Mike Vrabel is a players coach. He's a he's a you know, he's one of those guys where it's a Detroit situation where he gets his guys going. Um and they understand the magnitude of this game. This is a very, 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 I can't stress enough, big, important game for the Colts here um, in the division, right? I, like I said before, the division is up for grabs, and I don't think that this is a – this division is not a cakewalk. I think no. this is a, this is an under-respected division um, just because of traditionally how these teams have played in the past few years. But this is a hard division where – this isn't just going to be just you have one one team that's just a clear cut favorite over everybody else. This is a this is a division that's up for grabs for real, and all these games are very very crucial in seeing who's going to make the playoffs. All right, well appreciate you again for uh, taking time out at, uh, last minute notice on coming here and talk about Jonathan Taylor and the extension. Yeah. Uh, guys, don't forget smash that like button, hit subscribe if you're not subscribed. If you're listening to the audio podcast, make sure you leave a review. And until next time, as usual, I'm Lawrence Owen. That's Donald Thomas. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Go Colts, baby. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.